welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode number 249. And today, as we quickly approach the Christmas holiday, I want to look back in Isaiah chapter 9. Now, I know a few days ago, last Saturday, episode 245, we talked about Isaiah 9, 6. Today, I want to look at Isaiah 9, the first seven verses. I want us to see something in this scripture that as we dive in a little bit deeper, we can understand more of this prophecy and we can see more about the power of God and the beauty of what God was telling Isaiah and how we can experience this today. I want to read just a couple of verses out of Isaiah chapter 9. Verse number one says this, but there will be no gloom. So when he says that, that word gloom means covering or darkness or dimness. So we know that whenever we're in the dark, it's hard to see. We get fearful. We don't know what's around us and we just have confusion. So what Isaiah is saying is there will be no more gloom in the day to come. There is a day coming where, yes, we are in darkness right now. In fact, in verse number two, he says, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them a light has shone. And so as he says this in this text, we have to understand in the mind of Isaiah during a prophetic vision, what happens is he's explaining what the Lord is showing him or what the Lord is telling him in that moment. So what he's saying is, here's the picture I see. The people who are walking in darkness, we have had this gloom. There is lostness and darkness all around us, but there is a great light. There is a light that is shining in deep darkness. Now, he's referring to the people of Israel, and we know that within the people of Israel comes the Messiah. So if we read on in verse number three, it says, You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they divide the spoil. Now, here's what he's saying. There has been darkness. Light has come. So much light, the joy of the entire nation has increased, and now there's rejoicing that is happening. So why is the rejoicing happening? I'm glad you asked. Next, we see three verses. Each of these three verses start with the word for. Why are they rejoicing? Well, here's the first reason, verse number four. For the yoke of his burden and the staff for his shoulder and the rod of his oppressor, you have broken... And so he's saying, the the one that was coming up against us, you've broken that. The second thing is in verse number five, for every boot of the tramping warrior in the battle and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. So what that verse tells us is those who are outside of God's will, those who are outside and enemies of God are going to be burned. And then the next verse, verse number six says this, for... Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. So if you see these three verses, verses 4, 5, and 6, each of those start with the word for. It's the reason. So why are they there, right? What are they there for? They're there to explain why the rejoicing has happened. Now here's something that's amazing. If you read this text, you will see there is three different tenses. If you know much about the English language, you know there's a past tense, there's a present tense, and there's a future tense. Listen to what it says again in verse number four, when it says, after the rejoicing has happened, the reason is you have broken the oppressor. Then verse number five, those coming up against us will be burned. So you see there's a past tense, you have broken, a future tense will be burned. And then verse number six, for unto us a child is born. 
This is happening in the present tense. There's something amazing whenever we read scripture and we see that God doesn't leave any details out. What he's telling the nation is the story of redemption is past, present, and future. It's all together. When it goes on in verse number seven, it says of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. And then the last line of verse number seven says, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this or accomplishes this, meaning from this time forth. What God is reminding the people, what God is telling to us is he is not going to lose a battle past, present, or future. He is going to be in complete authority and complete control the entire time. That last word, when it says the Lord of hosts will do this, that word means to accomplish this, or it means he is accomplishing this today. God is at work today. We are confined by time. So all we see is what's in front of us in this moment, in this hour. But God is accomplishing things today that we may not see for another five years. We may not see for another generation, but God is accomplishing it today. God has the ability to do things that are outside of our mind because our mind is trapped by time. Even in this prophetic word, he says, there's a past, there's a present, and there's a future. And I am doing all of this at the same time. It's blowing my mind how incredible Christmas is because the moment of Christmas is present. He's been working it together from the past, and it's going to be what continues to give us hope in the future. God knows what he's doing, and Christmas is something we can celebrate much bigger than just a day, much bigger than just a story read around a Christmas tree. The God of glory is accomplishing victory from the past into the present and far into the future. He is a God who doesn't leave anything out. He's accomplishing great things. I pray that you celebrate Christmas today and you know that this is an eternal celebration. This is not just one second or one moment. God has been working and doing miraculous things from the beginning until the end. He is the Alpha and the Omega. There is nothing outside of the time frame of what he is doing. He is accomplishing exactly what he needs to accomplish so that we get to experience him in a great way today. 